additional coin. It takes a lead. You honor me with your presence. Crispy D. Pokemon so tiny hurt so much. Rat He's usually stronger than the average and has a friendly attitude. It's a throwback. We will not back down. Game on, everybody. And yes, game on for real this Sunday. Finally, Super Bowl is here, and you're listening to Throwback on the Athletic Podcast Network. Jake Seeley, Chris Meany, Brad Ziegler. Follow Chris at Chris Meany, Brad's at Brad Ziegler, and I'm at Olin Kid. And if you're not part of the Athletic, we still don't know why, but you can still get 40% off. Go to the Throwback. Nope, I did it again. See, I always want to do that. The Throwback.com. We just need to make that a URL. Can we go get that? Anyway, it's the Athletic.com slash the Throwback, and you get 40% off. And you guys ready? It's going to be, it's, I don't think we've done this in a really long time, but we're going to talk about what we continued from Monday. But after that, some trivia and games, Chris. Don't worry. It's not two truths and one lie. Good. Cause I don't like that game. <laughs> so I'm not Brad, Chris does not know how to do two truths and one lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's not uh, funny. No, this would be like, Brad knows how to play two truths and one lie. Chris knows how to play two truths and one lie. Jake knows how to play two truths and one lie. And Chris would be like, well, wait, I don't know how to play it, so I don't know what the an- – wait, so do I know how to play <laughs> Oh, man, what a mess. Yeah. Uh, that was so good. But, yes, like I said, we're continuing. By the way, if, if you're into hockey, keep checking out Chris over there. He's got the rest of the season rankings. I saw you're doing the rest of the season schedule analysis for everything. you got the podcast with Eric Young. So everybody out there. I've actually gotten into it just because I care about my Rangers for selfish reasons. Not like they're playoff contenders, but, you know, hey, I'm interested to see what happens in the trade deadline stuff. But anyway, if you like that, that's out there for you and the basketball stuff as well. But anyway, Monday was early look at what we're doing with players for next year with situations that likely won't change too much. Although, interestingly enough, I, I guess you're would you guys answer this question? Tell me if you think the situation could change because Brissett did sign a deal. And so you guys might know where I'm headed with this one. But there's a lot of talk already, Chris, that maybe that deal, because of the way it's structured, isn't prohibited from the Colts going after somebody. I mean, maybe drafting somebody and Brissett starts for one more year. And the question comes down to what do we do with T.Y. Hilton at this point? Because T.Y. Hilton back with Andrew Luck was forgivably you know, inconsistent. You know, at times he would have that 30, 40 yard game, but those were few and far between. Now, he basically was turned into like Deshaun Jackson outside of the injuries on top of that. So if Jacoby Brissett is back or do you think things will change? And then how are you treating T.Y. Hilton for next year? I th- I think I'm going to be out on T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I think I'm done with him. I just, you know, there's been too many injuries and there needs to be a change at quarterback for me. I know Brad has talked about that a lot with Jacoby Brissett and I agree. Yeah, I just, and you got to think that Frank Reich and company, they want their own guy. They were just, kind of in a pinch last year with Andrew Luck just retiring. I'm sure inside the organization they knew it was possible, but when Andrew Luck, your franchise quarterback at that age, I mean, when he throws that bomb on you and retires that close to the season, you really don't have too many options. So I would assume they're I mean, there's a few quarterbacks in free agency if they want to just grab a guy like that. Phil Rivers. And, yeah, in a short <laughs> pinch. I don't know. Potentially, maybe. I think Rivers would be when an upgrade over yet. Jacoby Brissett. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they just try to address it in the draft, maybe this year, potentially next year. I don't know. I don't think Jacoby Brissett's the answer. And as for T.Y. Hilton, I'm just out on him. I just, there's just been way too many injuries. I mean, you're just looking right now at the game lock down the stretch. Obviously he was hurt a lot, but from week eight into 17, this guy had like 20 fantasy points total. So I just, I can't do it. Brad plays best balls. That's where you draft him. Yeah, he's he's going to have some good games, <clears throat> excuse me, but he's not somebody I want to have in my lineup on a regular basis. And, you know, Brissett's contract is, is it's not cost prohibitive in the sense like he's owed a lot of money. He's <clears throat> he's still um, got, oh, like an $8 million roster bonus. Like he, his cap hit next year is $21 million, but he's got 12.5 of dead cap, but then he's an unrestricted free agent after 2020. So the the big thing for the Colts is they have the most cap space in the entire league. So hanging on to Jacoby Brissett's contract is not a big deal. I can't see them like really needing to free up another $9 million in cap space. At a minimum, he's a decent backup quarterback. And we've already seen that. Like he's, he's, you know, better than a lot of backups that a lot of other teams have. So I think he's going to be on the roster, but I, I do think, um, they will bring somebody in. And I think Rivers is a, a, like a good example where they will bring somebody in and 
essentially have an open competition and we're going to go with the best player. And I would, you know, if, if I, I want someone who's a better thrower than Brissett, if I'm going to have any, any shares of T.Y. Hilton, but I just can't imagine where, um, where that would be. I mean, where's, where'd he go in our mock? It was fourth or fifth round. Was it fourth, fourth round, fifth round? I guess it was five, eight, I guess. And yeah, I, I'm, that's probably a little early for me still. Um, I really, just, I, yeah, I would, I would, there's guys, let's put it this way. There's guys that were taken after him. I would definitely have over him. I would definitely have Debo Samuel over him. I would definitely have Tyler Boyd over him. I would definitely have DK Metcalf over him. Uh, maybe even Christian Kirk and, and Calvin Ridley. Like I, I will have number twos on other teams that have some upside over, over him just because I don't want to have to be finding somebody to fill in on the weeks he's hurt. You going to go that far, Chris? Uh, yeah, I think so with like Ridley, I'm interested in Ridley and Landry who went after him. Uh, maybe even like DK Metcalf, I'm, I'm pretty interested in as well. Wow. Uh, I'm yeah. A for, high man on T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I think, you know what, there could be a, a real buy low opportunity for him, I guess, because just again, I'm looking at last year's numbers and I know he was hurt and he only played 10 games, but 11.1 yards per reception is by far a career low. I mean, 15.6. He averaged 50 yards per right. game. He's never been a big touchdown guy. He's never been a big, you know, the the people who play in the full point PPR looking for like six, seven grabs a game. He's never been that guy either. He's been pretty touchdown dependent and, and all those big plays. So I really do need to see somebody else at the quarterback position to change this offense because they kind of played pretty conservative for the most part, use the run game, use some of these tight ends, quick throws. So I, I need to see a change at quarterback for me to buy in. But if he's going to fall to – I think he needs to fall past the fifth. I, I, yeah, a lot of those guys that Brad mentioned. I'm, I'm, I was going to take him at, at five – yeah, I was going to take him at 5'10 instead of Tyler Lockett if he was there uh, just because I still think he's mm. one of the few that in this range has top 10 upside, obviously. So let me – like real just, quick, we'll move to the next with- I mean, without an elite quarterback there, they, he was great with luck. I'm not saying that, but the last, the last two years, he's had a quad strain, a hamstring strain, a pec strain, another quad strain this year and a cap tear. Like he's basically all, oh, certainly, yeah, I understand that muscles are just breaking down. And he, I mean, he's over 30 years old now. I like, I just don't, it's, he, it's kind of like AJ Green to me. Like, is there some upside in the right situation? <laughs> sure. But no, what are the what odds? I was going to ask you. Yeah. Would like, you rather have T.Y. Hilton or AJ Green? That's a good it, one. It, depending on who's quarterbacking in Indy, I mean, if you assume Burrow's the guy in, in Cincy, I'd probably rather have A.J. Green at a minimum Correct. because he, he took the time off to get healthy this year. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll probably lean A.J. Green. There's a lot going on there. Obviously, he needs a new contract, and he spoke out on the Hear That Podcast growling at The Athletic as well that there's no chance in hell he's going to show up to any OTAs, any spring, any anything – Football related, even with Burrow there, a new young quarterback, unless he has a contract that's very similar to Julio Jones. And I don't know if the Bengals are going to give him that. So that could be a complete mess. But if he is signed dotted line before week one, I'll probably lean AJ Green because I think that offense could actually be pretty decent. Wow. I'm, I'm legitimately surprised. There. Actually, pass I'm probably, saying, honestly, I would probably no, pass no. on all of both of them. Like, I'm, I'm not just crazy like, no, look, hey, look, I'm not saying you guys are wrong at all. It's just it's the fact AJ Green's missed over AJ Green hasn't played a full season in two years either. So it's I just fresh. and they will be coming up in threes. He's fresh. So like <laughs> I just hey, look, this is gonna be a good conversation. If anything, I think the fact that it's not even that we are close, me versus you guys, that tells you you have a buying opportunity to whichever side you're on. Definitely. If you're, like you said, Chris, if you're looking at the fact that you think, like me, fifth, sixth round is good value for what the upside could bring, go buy them. If you don't, there's probably somebody out there like me who you could trade them to. So that's this is the type of stuff you look for, especially when you have players like this. So let's go to the next one. And Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. Breakout season, that amazing breakout season, given what he was dealing with at quarterback all year, just all over the map, uh, rookie at the end of the year with Drew Locke, and a lot of people expect better things for him. But Cortland Sutton, even with all that, even with a hectic season, a poor offense, 1,000, actually 1,100 yards, six touchdowns, wide receiver 20 on the year, Brad. Uh, this is straight in your division. You got to see a lot of them. So Cortland Sutton, here's, I'm not even going to phrase it in a different, like, what do you want to do it? Is Cortland Sutton a wide receiver one next year? Uh, I think it's 
<clears throat> excuse me, I think it's possible. And that's, to me, that's all going to depend on, there, there's two things. Number one, Drew Luck needs to, Drew Luck needs to take a, a step forward. He was decent this year. He needs to be better next year if, if that's going to happen with Sutton. But they need to get someone else opposite him. Once they traded Emmanuel Sanders, there's no threat opposite him. And I, I just feel like, if they go and get, I mean, I've seen mock drafts where they're taking, you know, potentially Jerry Judy or somebody in the first round. If that happens, they have somebody. Then, yeah. The head coach needs to stop hating on Deshaun Hamilton until the final two weeks of the season again. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I could, and I could see Deshaun Hamilton being a really good slot guy with with Sutton and and even like a Henry Ruggs on the outside, like some a burner that can just take the top off see, and and let Sutton could be their number be three, Devonte Adams. Clone. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Hamilton, I think Hamilton can still be a number two. He did it at the end of the year again. I don't understand why this team hates him so, he needs more, what do you call it, like more oomph or something like that early in the season when he had that one drop pass and all of a sudden it was like, oh, he's, he doesn't have moxie or hookspur or whatever the hell he said. I like, that's, I, I like Deshaun Hamilton. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's your boy. Uh, I, I agree he needs a little bit more run. I'm not ready to completely, you know, I have him in a dynasty league. Like for example, I'm not ready to cut ties with him. I think, you know, there's some upside with him, but Cortland Sutton, yeah, you're really going to have to pay the price for Cortland Sutton. And I, th- I think it's fair. And I'm, I'm a little nervous. I think most people probably would be because of Locke and this Broncos offense, but man, he was really good last year with just poor quarterback play across the board. Like, so I, I'm in, I, I think the price is fair. I think he's a, I think he's a freak. I think he's got great hands. I think he's only going to continue to grow as a route runner. I think he's going to be red zone option. He's going to be the, definitely the number one option in this offense. I think you can count on average, like about nine targets a game. I sign me up for that. Without yeah. looking, do you guys remember where he went in the mock? I think he went in the third mm-hmm. round. No, I think he was after T.Y. Hilton. Cause I feel like he was one of the names nope. I just mentioned, but maybe. Was you are incorrect. Chris, Chris okay. wins the first point of the day. Uh, it was the, right. the last pick of the third round, right in front of AJ Brown. Salfino went Sutton Brown back to back. He was the well fourteenth wide receiver off the board. I'm not counting Antonio Brown anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> a couple interesting names though, Jake, that went after him, right? Like Keenan Allen, DJ well, Chark. So, well, Keenan Allen. I don't get <clears> the Keenan Allen. Let's. I guess, well, no, his situation is changing. We'll talk about him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, know, before this, the, the Keenan Allen hate, I, I feel like he's the one every single year. He, he became Phillip Rivers for the same team. It's like every single year, oh, I just put up wide receiver and run on numbers. You don't care about me, whatever. Like, I like Keenan Allen. I wanted to real quick touch on Cortland Sutton for a different reason is the guys that went in front of him. So the big names, obviously, Thomas Adams, Hopkins, and Hill were in the first round. Cooper, Smith-Schuster, Godwin, Evans, and Julio in the second. Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, and DJ Moore all went in the third round before Sutton. Me personally, I'm taking Sutton before I take DJ Moore. I'm taking him before Allen Robinson, and I'm taking him before Juju Smith-Schuster in the second round on top of that. I don't even care if Juju Smith-Schuster's there at that pick. I believe in Cortland Sutton, and as crazy as it might say, I agree with you, Brad. Drew Locke needs to make an improvement, but I'm going to take Drew Locke over whatever the hell is going on with the Panthers. I mean, obviously that changes if Cam Newton comes back. Then I'll take DJ Moore. And I'll take Drew Locke and Cortland Sutton over Trubisky and Allen Robinson because at least while Drew Locke needs to improve, I know he'll be like consistently Drew Locke. Mr. Trubisky one game is three touchdowns, four touchdowns. The next three games in a row is 110 yards a game. Yeah, that's fair. I I mean, I, I would... I, I think Locke has some upside and he actually, I think they did a pretty good job developing him because I think he was a better passer in the second half of the season than he was at Mizzou, even, you know, playing against worse competition. So, um, I was pretty impressed with them and I, I, I will say on, on the Cam Newton front, I don't see any way the Panthers don't bring him back. Like it, it just doesn't I, make no, sense. No, it's not to me. that. No, I agree with you 100%. Like, I, I kept saying all year that as soon as if he came back in midseason, the job is his. No question about it. I don't know if he can. That's my question. That's to what I was throwing out there, Brad. Yeah, and I, I would think, like, after he took the time to have surgery and do the full rehab, I think he'll I probably hope so. be fine. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it'll, you know, there's not a, one thing that's interesting with him, though, is there's not a, like, they save $19.1 million if they cut him. And that would be, that would be a really interesting, you know, scenario where they would only owe, you know, owe two million dollars on a dead cap. So, <laughs> but it's you know, it's, I want James, it also, it's like I am buying. I'm buying the wide receivers wherever Jameis ends up next year. I don't Absolutely. care. I don't care what team he's on. I would agree with that. Yeah, and and that's probably fair too. Is he? But it, I mean, are we positive he's going to be a starter somewhere next year? 
Oh, 100%. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to take this. Somebody's going to, somebody out there, a head coach, offensive coordinator, somebody believes, if held the GM in the front office, somebody believes they can fix James Winston. It always happens. Look at how long, I mean, let's be honest. Darrell Green Beckham was a bust the minute he stepped on the field and people kept, you know, look, look at all these wide receivers, these freak athletes, a Stefan, Stephen Hill and, you know, Jeff Janis's of the world and like Kristen Michael running back. Like these guys, when you see just pure innate talent, they get so many chances. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon's off the field issues, like just because he's got that pure innate talent. All right, you want to know where the the ideal scenario for for Winston is? Chargers. Uh, if it's yeah, Tampa Bay. <laughs> no, Indianapolis. He's got a quarterback for a head coach. I, he, all kinds of cap room. All kinds of receivers. Why like not? Like they had a franchise quarterback. Maybe, maybe he's no, the guy he, there for the next five years. All types of receivers. I, he's got, you just argued against T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton's walking, a walking wounded. Yeah. And then they've got Paris Campbell got banged up as a rookie. They got Deion Kane, which never, actually Deion Kane's not even there anymore. Yeah, I think he's no, they got, Pascal, yeah, 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 that Pascal was nothing. pretty good last year. They got nothing in Indy offensively. Yeah. They're, they will after this no, draft. They got the cap. Oh yeah, they got the draft and the cap. I mean, obviously, that's why we're going to come back yeah, around. To these they will. Start. They'll have a better team next year. Like, there's no way they're going to be complacent with what they all the room they have. Actually, the the Falcons should get rid of Matt Ryan and bring in James Winston. <laughs> there you go. Because let's talk about Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley also had his breakout, but Calvin Ridley also did not finish the season. Similarly, it's funny. Like Calvin Ridley and Chris Godwin both, you know, exploded the way that people want them to, and both got unfortunately hurt, and yet both still finished really well this year. Ridley, not quite as high, but Ridley still wide receiver 26 and saw a lot more consistency over what people were concerned about from the year before was with the touchdowns in the 13 games, essentially 12 games. Uh, Ridley had over 800 yards and seven touchdowns, which Eclipse last year in a full 16 games. He had 10 touchdowns the year before, but just a real, like, nice run right before he got hurt, too, from weeks 11 through 14. Whereas if you made it into the playoffs, you probably still survived at least. Uh, Chris, same thing with Chris Godwin. Uh, but we're talking Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan's going to be back. You know, throw that joke aside. Uh, the backfield will probably look different, but most of this team is going to be the same. Julio Jones is you were talking about injury prone at this point and at this point he's also probably on the downside chris calvin ridley here's how i'm going to phrase this question does calvin ridley finish in front of julio jones next year Ooh. <laughs> uh i don't think so this is a good question i don't think so though i mean godwin did it over evans yeah absolutely yeah, I, that's what i'm not saying like haha that's the answer i'm saying no you said that's a good question no I, yeah i agree i think i think it is a good question and i mean you let him finish the season with the three more games and, and he's a guy that finishes with a thousand yards and maybe double digit touchdowns, you know, a hundred targets. Yeah, still behind Julio, like but probably around him. wide receiver. Yeah. But pretty close. And yeah. Twelve. Yeah, but close for sure. And you're right, there's there's a risk there with Julio Jones. I don't think so, but I, I definitely feel like he was a steal in, in the mock draft. I know you took him in what, the sixth round. I like Calvin Ridley. I like a lot. Stupid. Yeah, I I like Ridley a ton, and I'm still gonna like I'm still gonna be in this offense. I'm not completely sold in the defense. I don't think they're gonna have a run game unless they figure that out. And Matt Ryan's just gonna continue to chuck. And Matt Ryan has just been really good over the past couple of years. Austin Hooper's probably not gonna be around on that team, so Ridley's gonna be a target for mine. And yeah, I think we can count on a thousand yards from him next year. Yeah, I, I would think so too. I think it's gonna be. I mean, he was he was fairly close this year. He would have hit it had he not got hurt. So. Um, just being on that pace, the fact that they use him in the red zone, um, yeah, that's, I, I don't, I don't have him as a wide receiver one, but I think he is like a really high end wide receiver two around maybe 14th or something. All right. So he doesn't finish in front of Julio. I've had the big question there. Obviously. No, I, I would, I, no, I, I would have Julio ahead of him. Um, but I, in a dynasty league, I try to, I'm probably, even though I think he's got another good year left, I'm probably selling Julio right now. Um, just because I want to get value for him before the cliff comes, and it could happen this year. It's very possible. Would you trade Julio for Ridley straight up in a dynasty league? Uh, yeah, I oh. would. Yeah. yeah, you could probably get the younger guy that's, too, right? that's gonna. I, I mean, I, if yeah, we're even having a sweetener. conversation that Ridley might be better than him next year, then you have to take the the ten years you're gaining also, or right. seven years, whatever. Right, right, yeah, I know, I know. but yeah, I, I, the, the, yeah, I agree with you though, Chris. You might be able to throw a sweetener in there, but get a pick or something. Uh, all right, speaking of pick, yeah, there you go. Thank you for that transition. We're gonna save some of the rest of those players because we want to make our Super Bowl picks and have a little game with Chris and Brad that Chris is not gonna win because he doesn't win these things. <laughs> <laughs> 
first, uh, first off, this is very sad. I just we're gonna make our picks. We're putting them on the air for you guys. Who's winning the Super Bowl, Chris? You, you you're picking first. This is not you don't have to you can't get this one wrong until Sunday. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one here. I'm gonna pick the 49ers. I know uh, you would. Uh, no, you didn't. Come on. Yeah, hey, because you said uh, you're going to be the only one. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah. Um, I kind of gave that away. I think it's going to be a very, very tight game. I, I lean Niners because I just think that the, it's the defense for me. And it's it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Super Bowl with – what was it? The Broncos and the, the Ravens. And, yeah, that one a little bit too. But the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos, Seahawks, and the Seahawks. You remember that you one? You know what's when, so funny? You want credit for this? It's like that's that? the exact same thing D'Angelo Williams said. Really? I mean, yeah. Super Bowl forty-eight. Peyton Manning had that unbelievable season. Nobody could stop the Broncos' offense. It was Broncos' offense. I mean, Peyton was throwing at least four touchdowns every single game. He just cruised all year. I think maybe in one of his first games he had like seven. And a lot of people were talking about a blowout. It's going to be a blowout, this Broncos offense, and then Seattle just smacked them in this defense. I don't think the Niners are going to smack them, but I just think it's going to be a close competitive game. When I hear people talk about the Chiefs and how they're just going to blow them out, I just don't think that that's going to be the case. I think that the way to attack KC is with the run game. It, it obviously is, and nobody does it better than San Francisco. And I, I think they're going to be able to have some success. But like one fear is that probably every fear, fear that anybody has picking the Niners is Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to have to throw the football, and they're going to have to try to contain Patrick Mahomes, of course. But I, Trent, I just, Trent Dilford didn't. That was my comparison to the Ravens. He's not going to. I, I guarantee you this. He's not going to have six completions. He's not going to go. What, what did he go in the in the conference championship game? Ninety. Through, full minutes without throwing a pass. Trent, Trent Dilfer threw for like 130 yards against the Giants. I think their leading receiver had like 40 yards. It's it's it's, it's certainly true. All right, Brad, we know your picks. So I'm gonna I, I'm going with you as well, Chiefs. So you can tell Chris. You can tell Chris why he's wrong. How about that? All right, that's fair. So um, <clears throat> the Chiefs haven't given up a hundred yard rusher since week 13. And that in that game, Josh Jacobs busted like a 70 yard run, and that's the only reason he got over that mark. Um, they, they, hey, hold up. on, time out, time out, time out. Chris, you notice that he's still taking shots at Josh Jacobs? Yeah. That was just draft. I'm just saying, in general, like they, no one is, there's not even teams getting a lot of carries against them because they're having to play catch up. Their offense is just on a, a elite run. Ever since Mahomes got healthy, they're back to where they were last year. So I don't think the 49ers will be able to just run, 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 run and stay in this game. Because the Chiefs' run defense has improved. They've gotten a lot better. Chris Jones is completely healthy in the middle now. I think they will have to pass. And that's where I think you're playing right into the Chiefs' hands uh, when you do that. I, I'm, I'm Final score, I'm taking Chiefs 41-23. Holy crap. Wow. That's unbelievable well, that's to think about. No, I it's not. I would love that. I would enjoy the hell out of that. Just Why? For the, for the, because. You like want a close, entertaining game? No, because 41 doesn't mean they have to score 41 in the first half. Like it, it no, they, I mean, the way they're going, they're going to start out 10 nothing down. And, and I don't think you want to start 10 nothing down against San Fran. I mean, I just don't think you're going to no, be so able to, to put up that many points I just don't think their defense easily. is that good. Come on. No, so here's where I'm going to, like, here's, here's where I'm going with this one. And obviously, like, I, I'm going to be the guy in the middle on this because I am taking the Chiefs, but, and Chris, the next question was going to be the score. So you get to go last on this one because Brad gave his and I'll just give mine and my point. I actually put this, the Athletic did the survey for the writers and included me for some reason. I don't know why, yeah, whatever, but <laughs> I, uh, I put 24-17 Chiefs because what I think, I'm actually different from Brad in this way and different from you two. I actually think this is going to mimic the Patriots game. And that was late in the season. I think the entire backfield is very similar, about 20-25 rushes with one times, sometimes White, sometimes Burkhead, sometimes Sony Machette. Like, I think it's going to be the exact same thing, and the 49ers are going to try to do that and going to find out that things aren't working. And, you know, I just feel like similar to what we said at the beginning of the playoffs when I said I knew I shouldn't take the Ravens, I should take the Chiefs. I feel like this is one year too early for what the 49ers are. I just think they have flaws and I don't know if time now is to fix them because, like you said, Chris, Jimmy Garoppolo is my concern. And if you look at that game as well, the only receiver to top 35 yards was Julian Edelman. You look at the balance of the Chiefs from that game, you know, between Patrick Mahomes, the backfield didn't even do that much. And they have Damian Williams back now. I just think there's going to be a good defensive battle. I agree with you. I actually, to that point, think the 49ers are going to do better than Chris does or Brad does. But I think it's going to be 24-17, a lot like the Patriots game. 
I, I see like 27, 24. I, I don't feel like Casey's going to be able to, like the last two games falling down by double digit points, I don't think that that's going to fly. And uh, you know what? Honestly, as good as Andy Reid is, and you can mock him for all the big games that he's choked away and all the decisions, I think Kyle Shanahan is a terrific coach as well. I, they're one of the better teams, if not the best starting games starting out of the, out of the second half. And you look at some of the stats, it's just teams, you know, the credit to, to James Palmer, and this is not why, but this is just goes to show the defense and, and what's and how successful a team like San Fran has been in the Super Bowl. So teams with more than 55 sacks entering the Super Bowl the last 15 seasons undefeated. The Broncos, one of those teams, 15. Your Giants did it twice, Jake. The Packers, the Steelers did it twice. This is a team that can dial up pressure. They don't give up any big plays. It's the perfect matchup. It really is. you got a team in Patrick Mahomes and that can go and fly down the field and score at will, and then a team in San Fran that doesn't give up any big plays. They can dial up pressure and get after the quarterback. And they have success stopping the run. And that's my problem with KC is I don't know. They need to run the ball a little bit more than seven times. Patrick Mahomes can't be your leading rusher in every single game in the playoffs. I just don't think that that's until, going until to work. Can. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> so I will say one thing. If somebody jumps out to a 14 nothing lead, I actually hope it's the 49ers yeah. because if it's the Chiefs, it's over. This, this game, this is over. Like you might as well enjoy the second half of your friends, play some games, watch the commercials because if they jump out to a lead like that, they, like I, the Chiefs can come back from that. 49ers, nah, I don't think so. All right. So our friends at CBS Sports, Jamie, Dave, Richard, all them, I don't think they put this together, but Adam Azer, all, all friends of the show and stuff like that. Actually, Dave is down there interviewing freaking Dan Marino, but. They have a prop game, and I figured we could play the prop game and see how we figure out. So, first one, this is this is an easy one. National anthem, national anthem over flat two minutes or under flat two minutes. Chris, this is your wheelhouse. This is over under. You do a show about this type of stuff. Actually, we're gonna do a show today. Um, Best on the board with Michael Beller. We're gonna touch on uh, a few props and picks, but I will go over. It's, it's Demi Lovato. Yeah, and I was doing a little bit of research with her, so she went. Oh my gosh, you actually did research. <laughs> well, because we're gonna I dive, it. we're gonna dive into this. I know, but it's just, board, it's, I so. love it. I know. I as much as you can do research on this, um, I I did just a little bit. Uh, so the anthem. So she's done it a, a couple times. She had the MLB All Star Game, I believe, where she kind of dragged out the brave for a little bit a few seconds since she went to 158 but she also the last time we saw her was the conor mcgregor and floyd mayweather bo- uh, the boxing match in 2017 she went at 212 so i think she's gonna oh, wow. hover right around so that two minute where, mark. where are you I'll gonna take, go brad take barely over, under right? and way <laughs> over i'm gonna go over i i think this is a way bigger stage than anything she's done to this point so uh, i'm gonna say she's gonna make sure she gets her tv time in there uh, well, I'm going to go under just so we don't all pick the same thing. That's just the crux <laughs> of being the last pick there. So. <laughs> There's, here's one. You can't do research for it, Chris. Brad, heads or tails? Ooh. Uh, heads. Yeah, I'll go heads too. Nope, you can't because I'm going heads. <laughs> <clears throat> Watch it be tails and you just won because of that. Exactly. You jumped the gun too. You, yeah, wa- <clears throat> you can say the same thing. Watch, watch Demi Lovato be under. And uh, <laughs> yeah. by the way, that's because you wanted to pick over. <laughs> I, I liked props <clears throat> and spending money on Super Bowl weekend. That's not one that I will mess around with. Oh, the coin toss? Yeah, in the oh, because it's no chance. It's legitimately one hundred percent fifty fifty. All yeah. right, so here here we go. Brad, who scores first, Chiefs or Forty ers Uh, Chiefs. <clears throat> Chris, Forty ers Shanahan. hand. I actually put 49ers too to jump out to hopefully, cause I just want the Super Bowl to happen how I want it to happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this one? What is the number, the jersey number of the first person to score a touchdown over under 26.5, Chris? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's an interesting, that's yeah, an interesting, yeah. Uh, that is under. They were singling out Damian Williams there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> Damian Williams is not on that list. You said under with a question mark, Chris. I like that. <laughs> just, a, just a complete random guess, yeah. Under I'm going to go under mark? two because I think it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's the actually the first person I thought of with 10. Really? Well, since I'm taking the 49ers, Tevin Coleman is over. Mostert is 31. And so the only – oh, God, I'm going to lose this because a damn kicker is going to be the first scorer. Now, the, if it's 26 and a half, <laughs> if the Chiefs score first, I mean, basically the only guy that could score, unless it's a defensive player or something like that, would be Travis Kelsey. 
Everybody else, all right. their wide receivers are under that. Damian Williams yeah, is Damian under Williams. that. Patrick Mahomes is under that. So everybody's under it except for Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so, that freaking 26 and a half right there, 26. Yeah, like you said, they they put the number right there. But Yeah, anyway. they singled him out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, will it be tied? Will the game be tied after 0-0? So will there be a tie at some point in the rest of the game, Chris? Yes or no? Yes, yes. I uh, no, I'll Brad. say no. Okay. Will, how about this one, Brad? By the Will, way, just to, so we're not yeah. playing favorites, Tevin Coleman is also number 26. So if he does play, I know. he's yeah, not going to be a factor. him under there too. He's not going to be a factor. Uh, no, that's, that's kind of like leaning toward the Mostert thing. But Brita is under. So, but the tight ends, you got to go for the tight ends. That damn kicker, I told you. Watch, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a kicker. Wardrobe change for J-Lo during halftime, yes or no? Oh, no, no, no. Ah, this isn't even a yes or no. This is yes, it's happening. It's over under two and a half, Brad. <laughs> I was going to say yes for sure. Uh, I'll take, half, I'll take the over. I'm, I'm going to say it's three, three wardrobe changes, four different outfits. Oh, man. I, I, I'll say no. I say just two different outfits. See, under? Yeah. I'm going under as two. All right. Longest touchdown pass, Chris. Over under 44 and a half. Um, no, I don't. This I don't. Basically, this is basically. Do you think Tariq Hill is catching a that's, touchdown? It's, yeah, you're right. It's basically what it is. I mean, I suppose you could get Sanders on a slant. Um, or Hardman. I'll, yeah, or or Hardman. I'll say no. I'll say there isn't. I'm going yeah, over. I'll, come I'll, on, come on, Brad. I'll say I'll say no. Um, I oh! think Tyreek Hill's gonna have a good game, but I think it's gonna be. I mean, he scored two touchdowns last week, and and none of them were big plays. So, um, he could still have a big game and not have have a huge play. The 49ers have given up thir- anyway. 13 receptions over 20 yards all season. And I the think Chiefs that's have. The fewest, isn't it? The Chiefs, yes, the fewest, but the Chiefs have 14 touchdowns over 20 yards all season, which not just uh, receptions, but just touchdowns. That's so. That's what I mean. It's it a, a perfect mashup. Like, I yeah, mean, it is a really good matchup breaker, from that standpoint. Breaker, yeah. All right. How about this one? Players to attempt a pass over under two and a half. So do you think somebody besides the quarterbacks, Chris? Yeah, I, I do. I looked at this one earlier too. I, I think there'll be something. There usually is. I mean, these two coaches are just, they're brilliant in terms of play calling. So I think there'll be something, whether it's, we've seen, crazy or something. <laughs> we've seen Sanders, right? We've seen Sanders. I don't know how many Chiefs have thrown passes. I think maybe Tyreek Hill's throwing this year, but Watkins, they ran a play last week where Watkins was, was going to do it and then he ran out of bounds. That's and what it was. Lost yeah. Yards, and I but. think Sanders has done it a couple times. I mean, he threw one to Mostart in that blow, in that shootout game with the Saints. So I'll, I'll I'll say yeah, three, oh, two and a half over. I'll say under. Under? Yeah, I'm going yeah. under two. I don't think it happens in this. I think I, if this was a game that was more out of hand, but with my score, I got to go with my score. I'm creating a narrative, so I got to stay with it. Uh, <laughs> Chris, oh, no, you just went first on that one. Brad, which team scores last, 49ers or Chiefs? Uh, 49ers. Uh, yeah, I would agree. 49ers game winning field goal. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say garbage time. <laughs> Thanks. Now you just left me with the freaking Chiefs. All right. So last one. Uh, I will go first on this one. How about that? The Super Bowl MVP. I don't think it's going to be on the 49ers, obviously. And the easy answer here is I don't think a lot of it's going to be in the backfield. So I think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I think that's actually honest, honestly kind of easy if you're taking the Chiefs. Wouldn't you agree, Brad? It's on you. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, the only, the only way it's not is I could see a scenario where it's Teron Matthew, um, where he has a big game out of the secondary. They barely ever and give those though. They, they, I think it's happened one true. time. And it's, I mean, if Mahomes has a big game, then there's no question. They're like they always give it to the quarterback. I mean, well, it, yeah, I would say it could be an Eli Manning Super Bowl MVP. Like it could just be 250 yards, and one touchdown, and it's just because the rest of the office didn't really do much. All right, so yeah, Chris, are you going? Is it in Mostert if you're taking the 49ers? I'm I'm gonna take Kittle at fourteen to one. I, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take. I know I it's didn't give I know you it odds. Seems, this I, was just pick a name. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm giving the odds to uh, sprinkle a little. I just think it's intriguing, and I know it always seems like it's the quarterback, or or maybe you know you expect most start, but I mean, he's just had that monster game. I don't think he's gonna be able to duplicate that. I think I think Kittle just has a a pretty solid game, um, and they find a way to give it to him and not Jimmy. Actually, for the DK, which I'm not the only one, and this is why I'm not playing it, but the uh, DraftKings where you the, – the what the hell is the showdown? Mm. Um, I actually put Kittle in the captain spot, Kelsey, both quarterbacks, and oh, wow. 
was you get six spots, right? And yeah, the, and then you would love it. Defense and kicker for the other two spots. So I could squeeze it all in there. <laughs> I mean, cause I just, that's, again, that's my narrative for the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a 24-17. I think it's going to be the tight ends, the quarterbacks, fantasy wise quarterbacks. And, you know, if it goes my way, Mostert's not the play. Tyreek Hill's not the play. So that's kind of what I'm going for. All right. So now this is going to be the real challenge as we close out the show. Chris, can you win a trivia game? This, this is going to be the fun one. Can you win a game? I think is, is more the question. Of course. Here. Absolutely. So, so so a few, let's see how you, how well you remember the Super Bowls. All right. So first question, cool. some of these are going to be multiple choice. Some of these are going to be see just if you can guess the answer. So this one, I could do multiple choice, but I'm going to hopefully see if you can just guys give me the name. Uh, we'll start with you, Chris. And if you get it right, well, then you just got it right. And we'll go to the next one. So Chris, who was the first Super Bowl MVP? Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, come on. Bart Starr. Yes, yeah. it is bar star. One point. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, you go back to yes. back, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> there you go. Brad, which Dallas Cowboy had his helmet stolen in the nineteen ninety four Super Bowl? Oh, uh, ninety four. Here, here, here. I don't I'm changing this, it up as so. we start. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. I'm changing it up as we're doing this. As we're, Chris knows, I do this all the time anyway. So <laughs> Chris now has two points because what we're going to do here is you get two points if you don't need the multiple choice, one point if you need the multiple choice. How about that? There you go. So do you want to try right. and guess it or do you want the multiple choice? No, give me the multiple choice. Okay, multiple choice. Michael Irvin, Larry Brown, Emmett Smith, or Troy Aikman? Larry Brown. Incorrect. Chris, steal for a point. Um, Emmett Smith. It was Emmett Smith. There you go. I did not know that, Several. though. Yeah. Anonymous called a Valley Ranch. Told them where it was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I stole the Super Bowl helmet. <laughs> hey, my buddy's got Emmett me. Smith's helmet here at the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Chris. Who was the, or I guess what was, what was the first wild card team to win a Super Bowl? Two oh. points or one point? Was it your Giants? No. Okay, I'm going to. Wait. Steelers. You can get multiple. Nope. Incorrect. Damn it. Get multiple choice for one point. Brad, I'll, I'll give you multiple choice because you can only get one. Yeah. Cause, well, you only get one point anyway. Yeah. Raiders, Redskins, Bears, or Jets? Um, Raiders, Redskins. I'll do Raiders. You are correct. 1981. Wow. The Raiders defeated your Eagles, Chris. 27 to 10. Should have known that. Were you, Jim Plunkett. Were you born yet? I was not born yet. No. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> well, right. I was two, so it's not like I had a huge advantage there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was Brad. one. I had just turned one a, year, a month before that, two months before that. Jeez. We're old. All right, ish. Uh, so, Brad, what player holds the record for the most rushing yards in a single Super Bowl? Oh, I feel like I should know this. Um, um, multiple choice. Yeah, give me multiple choice. Emmett Smith, Franco Harris, Timmy Smith, or Marcus Allen? Timmy Smith, that's a random one. Uh, why not? Timmy Smith. There you go, Timmy Smith. <laughs> that's a random one. <laughs> Super Bowl twenty two, rookie running back Timmy Smith, 204 yards for the Redskins. That was the Marcus game Allen. when Doug Williams went like four touchdowns in the second quarter, right? Like ham. Uh, yeah. So yeah. And then Timmy yeah, Smith yeah. just went the whole second half. Marcus Allen actually had the previous mark at 191. So there you go. Nice. Brad, uh, you have, you're still down three to two. So okay. Chris, what player holds the record for the most career fumbles in a Super Bowl? Oh. I actually surprisingly knew this one. I don't know why. I don't remember why I knew this one. Um, I'm going to need, you want multiple choice? Yeah. All right. Thurman Thomas, Jim Kelly, Roger Staubach, or Terry Bradshaw? Yeah, I think it's Staubach. I think he had four. It is. Five. Five. Five fumbles and four Super Bowl appearances. Yikes. That's rough. Freaking Daniel Jones out there in the Super Bowls. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How about this one? Uh, Brad, who's the only player from a losing team to ever be awarded Super Bowl MVP? This is actually a pretty common trivia question. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be an easy trivia question. Um, It is, but I I almost gave something away. Multiple choice. I'm no. um, (laughs) I think I know this. 
<laughs> is it Chuck Howley? <laughs> it is Chuck Howley. Nice. Yeah. That tied it up. There you go. Deep I was from about the, to say, the vault. Yeah, I was about to say it might, but it's not a very common name. And then the names were Randy White, Von Miller, Chuck Halley, and Tom Brady, which uh, would have kind of I would have kind of gave that one away. Early seventies or something. Yeah, Super it Bowl was five. like Super Bowl five, five, five or six, maybe yeah. five. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, uh, lost to the Colts. Cowboys linebacker. There you go. Um, so uh, Chris, you kind of got a layup on this one, I think. I'm assuming. Which quarterback led the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history? Oh, baby. Is this a trick question? Is it not Tom Brady? It is Tom Brady. No, I'm just going straight down the list. It is. But here you go. Locked into that one, Brad. Brad might have this. Look, this is a layup right behind it, too. But this is funny. You know, people just to double check themselves. Brad, who's the only starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two different teams? Starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. Brad. Come on, Brad. I just gotta think about this for a second. Um, oh, I'm I'm this is a drawing a blank. I don't know. Um, I'm getting in your head. Peyton Manning. <laughs> you want them? There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> All right. All right, Chris. You'll like this one. This is just this is this is the world, man. This is so baffling. How much were the most expensive tickets to Super Bowl one? Oh wow! You got to. You want the multiple choice, right? Yeah, definitely. You want the multiple choice. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-four, twelve, ninety-six, or forty-eight dollars. Oh man, it can't be twelve. Is it twelve? Uh, I'm gonna go with twenty-four. Go with your gut. It was twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Wow, that's unbelievable. <laughs> man, tickets now. I, I don't even know. Yeah, the twelve thousand. Get this. I ran into a Chiefs season ticket holder that, that actually won the Chiefs uh, season ticket holder lottery to get Super Bowl tickets at face value. She said her seats were in the top row of the stadium in Miami, and the face value was $1,700. Oh, my God. $1,700 just to get in the stadium. So that's got to be, like, the cheapest. 12000 <laughs> oh yeah, I was thinking like more expensive. Tickets. Yeah, the, yeah, crap. the cheapest because the the average the average uh, face value of the ticket was over six grand. Oh my god! Hold so, on, we're doing. We're how mid show. Like, that's Super why Bowl it's not any fun to go right to now. because no one like it's not like it's all Chiefs fans or all 49ers fans. It's all corporate people that you know right, don't even say, care who wins. You want to go to the Super? Let's go to the Super Bowl and we'll say you want to sit on the 35-yard line so you're not dead on the 40. Let's see what this section is. This section starts starts at $9,300. That's it? <laughs> That's the That's cheapest? It. Okay, you got the That's game the time app. What's the most expensive oh. in that section? <laughs> uh, the most expensive in that section is $12,900. There you go. 50-yard line, $16,000. Holy crap. Wowzers. Someday, but this yeah, is, I'm, I'm, someday. everybody asks, like, are you going, are you going to the game? I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, not, at, not for those prices. I could, I could even probably find, you know, a, a good buddy to, to stay with in Miami. I got plenty of friends down there, but it would, like, I just want nothing to do with those ticket prices. I'd almost rather do I, that. As people ask me that too, right with Philly is like, I'd rather go to the, just to a, a pub and around that area. Hold yeah, on, or like, hold on. you, you can go I to the know. whole NFL experience thing. <laughs> Jake's calling a day or two no, ahead of time. I know. Hold on. You got it. Dude, so there's the 16,000s that I told you about. You guys, the three of us, you guys, you want to get a club suite together? I mean, <laughs> it, it, it would only be $45,000. We could pull that off, right? Oh, I was actually going to say like 60, but yeah, 45, it can so do the, it. I did see Darren <laughs> Ravel tweeted something. Um, it, it was right after Championship Sunday and, there was there's a, a suite in the stadium in Miami that's designed to be like your living room with a huge TV, like couches and everything, all you can eat food and drink. And they paid sixty four thousand dollars for two tickets. Thirty two oh grand a piece. Oh, wow. It's oh like God. like to sit in the living room well, and watch the game. game. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean you're at the stadium, but like I don't I'm assuming like car. you can there's probably like glass windows you can look out or you can turn around and watch the game on I TV. I don't care. But it's like, yeah, it's like I'd rather sit in my, Kia, in my actual I have a living Kia room. Nero, I think it's like $26,000. <laughs> I have a 2011 Hyundai Elantra is roughly around that price too, so two cars. Yeah. <laughs> that price. so stupid. Oh, my God. All right, Brad, it's tied up, so it's on you, Chris. All right. How many passing – you're going to need multiple choice for this one, but that's that's fine. How many <laughs> passing yards did the Dallas Doomsday defense allow in Super Bowl 12? Oh, man. Your yeah. choices. Give me them. 
going up in direction? 61, 91, 145, or 321? Uh, 145. Nope. What were those numbers again? again? 61, 91, 145, and 321. Um, 61 passing yards. 61. That's unbelievable. That, yep, that was the Randy White, Harvey Martin. Wait, did you just give compl- him the answer? He it. Oh, because he got the steal. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, too bad. You know, <laughs> right. No point for you. No point. <laughs> no point for you. Um, <laughs> eight pass completions the entire game. Wow. How about that? All right. So let me. that one's a layup. I'm not going to give that one to you. All right. So, Brad, this is a similar question for you because you have to go multiple choice. And you don't get the steal, Chris, only to be fair. What is the lowest <laughs> passer rating by a Super Bowl winning quarterback? All right, so it's not overall; oh, it's the last okay. one winning. So your choices are twenty-two point six, thirty-eight point four, fifty-six point seven, and sixty-five point eight. Thirty-eight point four. No, well, you think you think you know it, Chris? What was it? I think I know this from when you and I played trivia a couple of years ago. Actually, I think this stuck with me. Is it twenty-two point six? It is because it's, it's also when the Seahawks yeah, and the Big Steelers ben, right? matched up. Big Ben, yeah, one hundred twenty-three yards and two interceptions. I remember watching that right. game and being ticked off. I was rooting for Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I did too at the time. And then I switched fun- funnily enough in halfway through the No, that was, it was the other way. So I didn't think I could root for the Seahawks and then halfway through the game I was like, nah, I, I can't root for these stupid Steelers. <laughs> so, uh, here, here you go, C- Chris. This is for you. This is, you weren't alive for this, but you get multiple <laughs> choice. <laughs> Who was the headliner of the first Super Bowl halftime show? Ella Fitzgerald, the Three Stooges, Elvis Presley, or Doc Severison? Oh wow! Um, Doc, no, Brad, um, Three Stooges. It was the Three Stooges. Oh, that, was the, that was my god. That's what I was gonna say too. Damn it! Uh, the three. It included brutal. It included a trumpeter, two college marching bands, two men's and jet packs, and three hundred pigeons. <laughs> Who are these stooges that you talk about? Uh, all right. How about this, Brad? For you, multiple choice as well, because it's uh, otherwise it'd be like forty something Super Bowls, obviously. Well, actually, fifty right. something now. Who was the? Which was the first Super Bowl where the winning points came on the final play? Super Bowl one, uh, three. Jeez, oh, no! You just jumped ahead. I was going to give you multiple choice. Now Chris gets the steal. I, didn't, I wanted to go for the kill and get two points. Oh, okay. Oh no! Well, you're up seven to six. You're still only up seven to six. Now you get the multiple choice, Chris. Perfect. <laughs> Super Bowl one, fourteen, thirty, or thirty-six. Um, thirty-six. It was Adam Vinatieri. That was the first time the game ever ended. 36 years before it happened. That was a good one. It could have been earlier if the if the Bills had made a field goal. <laughs> Which year? That is true. Uh, Chris, the, the, multiple I don't know, choice. The first one? <laughs> we got a few more. You're tied 7-7. Seven, seven. A few more. We got to wrap this up. Uh, Chris, this is just so random to me. How many official footballs does each team get for the Super Bowl? 18, 48, 88, or 108? Oh, my goodness. Um, 48. Seems like a good number. I'll go 88. Not a good number because it is not either 88. It's 108 footballs. Man, it's too many footballs. 50, 54 some, that, for some of that is for marketing for where they can sell game-used balls. Well, 50, so I said, 54, 54 for practice, 54 for the game. Wow. Either way. Yeah, you it's a lot of footballs. Hey, it's a lot of footballs to deflate for the Patriots. Hey-ho. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, Brad. Which team won the lowest scoring game in Super Bowl history? Do you want to just go for the kill again, or do you want to have multiple choice? Um, the lowest scoring game in Super Bowl history. I'm going to go for the the kill. I'm, how about Pittsburgh? It is not Pittsburgh. Oh, how about is, last year? New England. Okay, is that your choice? It was going to get multiple choice. I just whatever. I'll go. I mean, you you can get multiple choice. You just I just, you just seem to not want even to go to multiple choice. I was yeah, I was kind of going for the kill, even though it didn't matter. I wasn't going to get. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, you only can get one point. I'll just go. So for you it. want? Sure, yeah. 
It is last year. Nice. Patriots thirteen to three nice. after the Rams averaged thirty three points a game heading well thirty two point nine heading into that. I was gonna say I really hope that this Super Bowl is not like last year's Super Bowl was extremely boring to watch. It was tough. Yes. I, I yes. wanted yeah. to see it, it. It didn't even get good until nice the fourth quarter. And even then it was just because it was game. close. Yeah. All right, so a few more. You're up eight seven. I got to end on Brad, so it doesn't really. So you could actually go for the kill here, and you could just if you get this without even a multiple choice, Brad can't win. So here you go, Chris. Ooh. What player holds the record for the most consecutive completions in a Super Bowl? Ooh, most completions. Um, consecutive. Consecutive. Yes. Uh, Brady. I mean, it seems like a decent guess. <laughs> What's your answer? <laughs> Brady. Tom. Boom. Hammer dropped. It's Tom Brady. Game Tom over. Tom Brady. Well, I mean, he's only been in a hundred of them, so. Hey, I'll give you, hey, Brad, I'll, I'll throw out a wrinkle for this. I'll give you four points. Oh. If you know. Yeah. I'll give you four. Hold on. I'll give you four points if you can tell me what Super Bowl, how many consecutive passes, and how many <laughs> passing yards he had in the game. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Let's see. Did you memorize all the box scores? Um, if you get, this, if I could even me. get the number of consecutive Plus. completions, I'd be pretty happy. How about 22? No. <laughs> Do you know what Super Bowl it was? Um, <laughs> let me think. I'm going to say the one against Carolina. No. <laughs> Do you, to, do you want to guess how many yards just for the hell of it at this point? Yeah, uh, 426. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was Super Bowl 46 against the Giants. He completed 16 consecutive and finished the day with 276 passing yards and lost. And, and lost. lost, yes. What, what was the passing? 276? 276. 276. There you go. And lost. That's all we care about on this show. The Patriots lost. Tom Brady lost, even with a record in his hand. And hopefully, hey, look, Chris, you didn't lose. Yay, Chris. I, I feel bad. I you should have a couple questions for you. Just, uh, it's, the, it's the only thing you're going to win this weekend of all the stuff. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Very nice. Well done. Well, well said. Well said. Uh, Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully your team wins, Chiefs, and we enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, like, hey, anything. Hopefully, just enjoy the Super Bowl. And hopefully, you follow Chris at Chris Meany and check out, like I said, everything he's got going on continuously. And the baseball draft kit is coming out mm. next week, uh, very soon. So in case you missed what that was, it, make sure you're signing up. Go to athletic.com slash the throwback. And hey, look, you, if you missed that as well, we're going to be doing special stuff with the draft kit as well. But and Brad Ziegler's at Brad Ziegler. I'm at All In Kid. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. We'll be back next week and changing things up soon. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm.